welcome is the Student Life Update. It's a staff meeting in the time it takes you to walk to and from all those other meetings. Boom. I'm John Sampson, and I'm here with campus pastor Michelle Lang. What's up? <laughs> What's up, good people? And we're looking at the week of October 16th. So, Michelle. Yes. As we get started, I have a question for you. I know that's a surprise. <laughs> if you could be any social media platform... <laughs> I could which, be one. Yes. Which one, which one uh, would you be or, or which one best represents you and why? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, for, let's first say I do not understand Tumblr or Reddit <laughs> yeah. or, for that matter, Pinterest. I only yeah. understand Pinterest because I get recipes off of it. So count those out because I don't even understand what Reddit is for. I would probably be Facebook. Yeah. And that probably... You know, dates me, you know, because they say there's a different audience for the different ones. But I like the interaction on Facebook. I like, I don't want to say I like, I like the engagement. I don't like the idea that, you know, you just put up a picture or whatever and people like it or they don't like it. Yeah. Well, I like the idea that, you know, we kind of get to share thought and share life a little bit. The only thing I don't like, the only thing, the only reason why I wouldn't want to be Facebook is because Facebook has kind of stolen some of the mystery. Mm-hmm. Out of life. So it used to be, you know, I didn't know who had a kid or I didn't know who graduated or I didn't know who got married. Or I didn't know who got a job promotion unless I saw them yeah. someplace. But now you can like know people's whole life and like have never se- have not seen them in five years. Yeah. But as soon as you see them in the mall, you're like, hey, how'd that surgery go? I remember shortly <laughs> after Facebook, you know, kind of started getting more popular where mm-hmm. I, you know, there was this person I hadn't seen since college. And I was like, because of Facebook, I know she ate strawberries today. Yeah. I don't know if I needed to know. Right. That she ate strawberries. <laughs> but I do today. know. But that is in my brain. So. And then you're like, should I bring up that she ate strawberries? She might not <laughs> She like lives like them. five states away. I would never talk to her at yeah. all, but I know strawberries. I don't know. I mean, I think this is, this is the opposite because yours was deep and meaningful and having conversations <laughs> with people. For me, I'm like, it might be Snapchat because I feel like I just uh, like bounce from topic to topic. <laughs> and so it's like, what's next? What's next? No. I, you know Maybe what I don't like it. about Snapchat is the idea that things go away. Yeah. Like I take pictures and I, I take pictures and I make statements for the permanency. Well, part of the reason we're talking about this is we put our energy into planning events and we want them to, to succeed. And part of that is getting the message out. So this week we have Teresa Potratz, uh, Warner Pacific's digital marketing strategist on the update to share just how we can become marketing champions and experts. How about that? So if we're going to do it, let's do it right. Yeah, absolutely. But before that, here are some a few highlights of the week. So first, we want to let you know that um, the Eli uh, internships or the um, Emerging Leader internship, um, the applications are coming up earlier than than before. And you know, part of the Eli selection process is we want our students to be able to get great applications in early on. So one one piece we want to make sure that you're aware of that your students can part- uh, participate in is. There's a resume and cover letter writing workshop this Tuesday during lunchtime in the Student Life Center. So that's a great chance for students to really, uh, you know, just polish those regardless of what they're doing. But particularly if we're encouraging students to apply to these internships, um, Eli's just a really great experience working with senior leaders in, you know, high quality, top notch organizations around Portland. And so we would love to uh, get students in those and uh, just ready to really engage in those. So this is this is a great first step um, as we encourage students to be a part of that. Yeah, we definitely do a push to get our students to apply for those jobs. So that's really important that they are prepared. Also happening this week, um, Campus Compact 
is hosting uh, what they call equity and higher ed training on Saturday, October 21st. Uh, it is from 10 to 5. It is free and it is happening on our campus. I think they still have 21 slots open um, for us to sign up for. What it is, is it's a primer that will ground participants in the history of race in the United States and Oregon, as well as higher education, establish shared language around racial equity, and allow participants to explore their personal and social identity as it relates to their work in equity. Uh, they have two action teams that are going to come from this. Uh, the first one is in recruitment and retention of faculty and staff of color. And the second is in supporting undocumented students. So if you participate in the primer on October 21st, then you can be a part of one of those action teams. If you want more information on that, go to OregonCampusCompact.org slash primer dash trainings. It's a great opportunity. I mean, we have groups that are, have participated in the LC cohort, so the Executive Leadership Seminar, you know, our, our series uh, cohorts for the past three years. We have one participating right now. Mm-hmm. And so this is almost just a snapshot of that work in one day. Mm-hmm. And it's free. It's on our campus. I think that's great. We also, um, you should have received an email last week that was a survey about um, IT on campus. Just want to remind and encourage everyone to participate in that. We have a company coming in that's doing kind of an IT roadmap, thinking about how we think about technology on our campus over the next few years. And so technology is so foundational and so critical to the work we're doing that we just want to make sure that you participate in that in that uh, survey. And then also some people will be asked to be a part of some uh, focus groups and meetings uh, as they come on campus and do face-to-face after that. Yep. As always, we have plenty of events happening this week. Rather than give you a whole list of everything that's happening, we will just point your attention to the events that are listed in your email. But here are a couple for you to just take note of. Uh, There will be an art as activism, the good, the bad, the beautiful of relationships. Uh, That's happening in the Student Life Center uh, under the direction of the Student Diversity Council on October 17th at 530 to 7 o'clock p.m. There will also be a distracted driver training introducing the new Oregon law uh, to our students and our staff and faculty. (laughs) (laughs) I could use it. Um, And that's that's happening on October 18th uh, at noon in the Student Life Center. And then there's lots of soccer happening this week. Lots Lots of of kicking the ball. Soccer, volleyball, everything. Yep. Let's move on to our interview. Uh, you know, there's, I have a sad confession here. Uh, the <laughs> first part of this interview was lost to an audio glitch, so it was, it was very uh, distorted. But there's still some great info here. So, so we're going to jump in the middle and uh, just really get some great info on how to engage social media like a pro. What are maybe some, some tips or thoughts in terms of what images work well on social or how we should be thinking about those and framing them? So um, think about what you click on as a person. So typically, individual users, they like close-ups, they like people they know, or people that look friendly. If you see a lot of smiling faces, you're going to resonate with that. Um, But if you send me a, a shot that's taken 15, 20 feet away, and there's 30 people in the crowd... I'm going to scroll right past it in my feed. Mm -hmm. But if you show me one person and they're engaged in a conversation or there's hands praying or, you know, just the quintessential latte photo, Mm -hmm. like that's, that's pretty engaging if it's done well. So think about what you like, what you want to see and try to take that picture. Mm -hmm. And what about pictures versus posters? 
you know, sometimes I think, you know, particularly on Instagram, we can do photos or we can do kind of something on Canva or, you know, those mm-hmm. type of things that's more of a poster. Uh, what are you finding works best in those contexts? So I think we don't get a lot of likes or or quantifiable engagement when we see the posters from Canva. However, those pieces are no less necessary. I think if we want to get students to know that the event is happening, we've got to provide the post. Um, but having that content of people, that that relational aspect that the school's really founded on is mm-hmm. pretty important. So we need that as well. Okay. Now let's move to the words. Um, so so what about what about text? I mean, obviously that's probably bigger on certain platforms than others, but uh, what should we think about in terms of the words that we use? Uh, third grade English. Yeah. And I know that sounds pretty sarcastic, but that's it needs to be short and snappy. Um, and you need to think about if you look up at a billboard or at a post super quick and you look back, can you understand what's happening? So if I look at a post and I see, you know, the text, I see free lunch, soccer game, cookies, I might go, oh, well, that sounds like an event that I can, I can rally behind. And then I can stop and actually go, oh, okay. And here's where I go and here's what it's supporting. Mm -hmm. Um, But if it's pretty long and it takes me a while to understand what's happening, I'm, I'm not going to care. Yeah. Now, does does every event or every promotion of an event, um, should it have, is, is it always going to be kind of like the poster style information for the text, like this happening at this time at this place, or, or how's the best way to frame that in a way that's engaging? You know, it can happen in different ways. There was one that I saw that was pretty fantastic. It was a uh, it was a pizza coat. It was done by Pizza Pizza Smicha, Smicha whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping you guys, you know, translate. Um, where it was a coupon code, and it was given away on Snapchat, only for Snapchat customers. So the first thing is they showed an image of the pizza, and written on the inside of the box lid, it was like, do you want a free pizza code? And as the image snapped, you saw more and more of the, the pizza slices disappear, and the pizza code was actually underneath it. So they got a lot of engagement from that one campaign because people were wondering, well, what, what's going to happen? You know, what is that code? What is it going to be? And then when they got it, then they started using that. So it can be whatever. What about the engaging with people who engage with the content? So particularly on an Instagram or a, uh, a Facebook post where comments can happen, how important is that? How would you suggest uh, people looking at the accounts and engaging in that way? Um, you know, keep keep an eye on it. Keep If you have the ability to have it on your phone, do so. Because then you're going to see the comments as they come in. There was a cookie contest that is going to happen today. Um, and I posted about it yesterday. And somebody said, I'd love to participate, but I'm going to be in class. Can I drop the cookies off to be judged? Within, I think it took me two hours to get an answer from the students. But when I did, I said, yes, you can totally drop the cookies off. Yeah. To them, it mattered. They responded almost immediately. Great, thanks. And then they disappeared. I'm willing to bet they're going to have cookies. Yeah. Um, so just be there and be willing to answer the questions yeah. as they pop up. And you said, and you drop them off at my office. <laughs> <laughs> That's AF Gray 116. Please make them gluten-free. So as we wrap up, is there, is there anything else that you think, uh, you know, folks on campus promoting events or even just uh, promoting the culture by showing images of existing events and those type of things. Is there anything else that's important uh, for us to know in terms of promoting online engagement, those type of things? Well, I think with, um, 
I think we can easily look at the nighttime madness where we had a bunch of athletes come up with their own videos where they were participating in their particular sport and then followed up with nighttime or yeah, nighttime madness from 7 to 9 p.m., be there. And they just repeated that, be there, be there. And they came up with that wording themselves and they shot their own videos. And people were engaging with that. People were excited to see that because mm-hmm. they knew the athletes. Um, and the message was simple, be there. Yeah. So simple, fun, make it your own. I mean, not everybody gonna, is going to want to see a poster. Mm-hmm. And then it sounds like do it early and consistent if we can. Yep. Okay, well, thank you so much, Teresa. Uh, we're, we're excited you're here and that you're bringing something uh, to our campus that's, that's needed and important. So thank you for uh, your insights and thank you for the work you're doing. Awesome. Thanks, John. All right, so there was the wisdom. So we can all be social media pros now. Mm-hmm. Third level. I mean, third grade level. Third grade level. Yep. Third grade level writing, but collegiate level professional. Yep. In social media posting. Yep. She's got, I mean, she's great. I mean, I've, I've watched um, Teresa's marketing since she's been here, and it is great. Like, and she's really uh, she's pushing a narrative, and she's pushing those numbers, so she, she definitely knows what she's talking about. So however we can utilize her information and her skills, let's do it. Yeah, it's been exciting to see the, uh, just, just the engagement on our Facebook page, back and forth yep. with people asking questions. So mm-hmm. it's great. Also, you should know by way of marketing, um, Teresa is creating a virtual tour um, and marketing is looking for students to participate. So, you know, those pictures that she talked about and capturing some of those moments, they're looking for students to help make that magic. So if you can help steer students her way, um, they can go to warnerpacific.edu slash virtual to sign up. We also, uh, next week in the update, we're going to have updates on the board meeting that happened Thursday and Friday of this past week. And so uh, be sure to watch for that. We didn't, we weren't going to be able to get those in for this week, but we want to let you know what's happening next week. Yep. And speaking of next week, how about the week after that? Tell me about the week after that. And I know these are, these are weekly announcements, but... Uh, the week after that, uh, Halloween, Sunday, October 29th, uh, we're throwing a Halloween party and comedy show. And so we're trying to tell you about it a little bit early, so in awesome. case you're looking for you know, where to take your family, where to take your friends, or what to do for the Halloween weekend, you know, why don't you just plan to be here, October 29th, 6 o'clock p.m. It's a Halloween party and comedy show featuring Kev on stage from All Deaf Digital. Awesome. Boom. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. So thank you all for listening, and thanks for being a part of our work here at Warner, um, investing your life and your time in this mission. And as always, let us know what we can cover in this space. We want to make sure that it's helpful and that it is uh, beneficial. So we will see you here again next week. Peace out.